it's ten hours. Another week starts in the month of August. 
वी आर लुकिंग एट एपिसोड नंबर 404 ऑन द सिक्सटींथ ऑफ ऑगस्ट 2021 एंड लेट्स टेक अ लुक एट द मेन्यू द ब्रेकफास्ट मेन्यू फॉर दिस मॉर्निंग्स एपिसोड so let's take a look at the main menu the breakfast menu for this morning's episode we will be discussing the messy exit of messi is leaving the barcelona football team and moving on to another team in another country another city and how messi and over hype it was and then as always we will discuss the india england tournament so who is messi but before that when you say football what does it mean football means south america and europe whether it's the private tournaments the world tournaments the continental tournaments this year the world was obsessed by the euro cup and the south america cup and now we are going to be obsessed by the players from these countries representing their respective semi private clubs that is la liga barcelona the champions league the fa cup the italian cup the german cup the dortmund cup and all these tournaments and the majority of the players will be who will be a part of this tournament are going to be either from south america that is brazil argentina or europe that that is mostly the western europe that is uk france germany italy spain and that is what defines football everyone is obsessed about it and we have to look beyond this we keep on saying cricket is crazy in india well that's nothing compared to how obsessed people are about football and then the first question is who is messi messi is the most overhyped overpriced and overpaid player well that can be debatable someone with goose egg skills well does he have skills well he is 37 years of age so he has been there for the past two decades but there are other footballers as well why are we putting all our eggs in one basket when it comes to messi or ronaldo or to some extent kylian mbappe or mohammed one from qatar and there are other players but then qatar is one tenth of the representation of football 
and this whole exit from Barcelona, the crying, the emotions, it, I wasn't impressed. What's, what was that about? It didn't impress me. Okay, he is moving on from one country to another country's program. He's moving from Barcelona to Paris, Saint-Germain. And they're excited about it. But he'll, he will be under pressure because it's a part of Champions League. There could be a possibility that he may come up against parent, his former team, Barcelona. But that is where the difference lies. He may have spent 20 years, but you are never attached because you are going to go to a different team like it happens in sports all over the world as far as the domestic part is concerned. So he may have spent over 20 years in Barcelona, but you cannot say that he was attached to it because one day you are in this club, next day you are in this club. Everyone wants Messi because Messi brings in money. But is Messi himself a good enough player? Well, that can be debated. There are other players of other countries from India. There are a lot of talented and more skilled Indian players. But it has, it's been all about Messi, Messi, Messi. Paris, Saint-Germain, the French soccer domestic team bankrolled by the state of Qatar have signed to a two-year contract with Messi. The agreement which comes days after Messi bid a tearful farewell to Barcelona, the, the team where he spent his entire professional career concluded a brief and exclusive bidding war for Messi and reunited him with Neymar on one of the most expensive and talented attacking teams in soccer history. A bidding war for him. I wouldn't bid for him at any time. For me, he's there. He'll be here today. He'll be gone tomorrow. I don't know what's... I mean, he himself wanted to go, so they made a big deal out of it. They made a big melodrama out of it, and it did impress me. And why did we need a full-page coverage? It's not as if something big has happened. Players come and go. It doesn't matter which team he plays for. PSG or Barcelona or Madrid. It's a two-year deal. Will the two-year deal be fulfilled? Well, if his management and as the term goes, bosses. If he doesn't win or even doesn't reach the finals of this year's Champions Trophy. The domestic Champions Trophy. Anywhere near the finals which at least would get him a hypothetical silver medal or a second place, his two-year contract may be looked at again. Because the only reason they want him here is because he's done well for his previous team. He left the team because they weren't able to pay him and there was the whole payment issue with the restricted payments and everything and the team struggling with financial problems. That's the only reason. Well, I don't think a team, if a team is can afford a player, it doesn't mean that the player can necessarily pay back in winning. But that's the major deal. That must have been the first point of, in the contract. If you want to be here, he will give you a chance. But, but 
you have to win you have to win at any cost because we are going to sponsor you for 2 years you are going to change change your jersey you're going to live in luxury you're going to roll in money you're going to have expensive cars you can move around and do everything that you wanted to do which you could not do with your previous team where you had an where you had a supposed emotional attachment but how does it make a difference he's here one day tomorrow it could be back to madrid or any other team but this is the big news so when this tournament starts and when this team paris saint germain from paris of course starts their matches it's still not decided which team will they play again uefa champions trophy is going to happen and once again a player from argentina a player from spain brother is playing for europe he did just win a south american cup for them right so player from south america played for barcelona with whom he had no potential relation and now he's playing for a team from another country in europe and they have made a big big deal out of messi's situation and that's why this is nothing more than a messi exit so messi was unable to close a new deal with barcelona because of a financial crisis that meant that numbers simply could not add up and to re-sign messi the greatest player in club history well i disagree but let's go with this pseudo appreciation 200 Barcelona would have to shed more than 200 million from its payroll to meet stringent requirements set by the Spanish league. Now they made a big deal out of Messi. He's born in South America, which is called Latin America. In Argentina, you nearly speak Portugal, and Brazil is all Spain. So Brazil and Argentina aren't special countries. when they are influenced by europe it, they were always going to be influenced by europe the moment you said south america or It's latin america and here we are discussing a player who is decent but there's nothing special about him he moves from one team to the other and then we talk about players not being spoiled this is the definition of spoiled what else can you do in this situation this is nothing more than spoiled and if he doesn't if he doesn't fulfill the contract the only contract you want to get paid you win you win you may extend your contract but this was an unnecessary issue will age become a factor maybe maybe not i don't know we'll know what happens in a few years but age may not become a factor his contemporary Ronaldo another player which who was hyped like anything but in short 
for football we have to look beyond south america and europe and we have to stop idolizing and putting such players who will come and go at any time at on a divine pedestal Let's move on to the second subject for this morning's episode. So here we are finishing four days of the India England second match. India are 6 for 181 leading by over 150 runs with Pant and Ishan Sharma there and now the debate is how many runs will they make? How many runs can their opposing team chase? and of course the debate was all about the bahane pujara situation they did well according to me i won't go into details of what they did you can always do your own research but i think it was a good match overall yes some controversies surrounding it but what makes me a little strange is that players may or may not make runs they may have technical abnormalities but it is insignificant they make they may make runs they may not make runs they made runs it's in, insignificant because the quality of commentary resembles a goose egg and the post and we have a paucity of commentators who need to look beyond the dreadful obsession with the past and shedding their inflated ego So I was watching a video in one of in which one of the anchors said that the bowlers played on a certain batter's ego. Would they have said this if this was let's say Tanukar Ganguly, Dravid, Lakshman, Dra- Seva, Gambhir? If one of these players had hit such a shot and they had got out, would they have discussed this? No. Why? Because they are afraid to even discuss this with. about this amongst each other especially on the public platform they are obsessed with that according to them those players did no wrong despite their obvious flaws and at point in which their contribution was not right and this is where cricket is a strange game we don't discuss the team we discuss the individual well in football also we discuss messi 
if Messi doesn't score for PSG and they still win, the headline will be PSG win but Messi fails to score. Similarly, if India go on to win, India win but XYZ baller fails to take a wicket. For example, Mumra didn't take a wicket, everybody was shooting fireballs at him. At the same time, Anderson also did not take a wicket, but people forgot about him. Why? Because Bumrah is 27, Anderson is 40, so and Anderson has played 150-60 matches. And everyone is, wow, 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 he didn't take a wicket, but he can always do that. And then there's, of course, the Pujara dismissal in which the ball skid off the surface and went to the fielder. But this is not the first time I have seen such a event happen. I can give you two instances in which these egoistic commentators even forgot or they think their production company will not allow them to reveal. But what happened in Pujara, if you have seen that the ball hit his gloves and went to the fielder, it, it has happened two times before. It happened in 2011 with Jack Callis. The ball spit and then it also happened with Steve Smith earlier this year. So we cannot, what goes around comes around. What is good for the goose is good for the gander. Is 150 plus enough? Don't know. Rishabh Pant has Ishan Sharma, Mohammed Shami, Jaspreet Bumrah and Mohammed Siraj in company. And of course, our tail is long and we can debate this. And of course, Mohan Ali got some turn. He got two wickets. Everyone comes to the discussion. Should, have, should Ashwin have played? Should he have not played? This will always happen. Hypothetically, had Ashwin played in, in place of any of these four bowlers and had he gone for once and not picked up a wicket, then they would have said, what is Ashwin doing in the team? Because Dreja will contribute at seven, just like they have forced Mohan Ali into the team along with Sam Curran because they are all-rounders. In lieu of Stokes, they had to get two good all-rounders. Similarly, in lieu of Hardik Pandya, they had to get an, an two all-rounders in which Thakur is injured, Ashwin comes in, Ashwin doesn't come in, Ishan Sharma comes in, he also picks up a wicket, but... And then the England get Mark Wood, who is bowling just like what Neil Wagner has done, bowling short pitch deliveries. Rohit Sharma going for the pull shot. It happens. You have time. You know, we, the moment we say he could have done better, he is a great player, we are not appreciating a player or a team. That's in fact a kind of an insult. So when we say that Ashwin should have played, Jadeja's place is questionable. We're actually saying, well, Ashwin is decent. We don't trust Jadeja enough. So, if you're saying that X should not play, without saying X should not play, and Y should play, why should Y not play, and why should X, there should be a question mark over the X player playing, and questioning why should the Y player is not playing, you are saying that that player isn't good enough. So we are saying if this player is not around, oh, are we going to miss him? Look, they made a decision with wrong or right. Mohan Ali was always going to work out. He's a decent bowler. He's, so why can't Jadeja work out? Right? He One of the left-arm spinner, one of the right-arm spinner. I don't think whether you are a left-arm spinner or a right-arm spinner, it really makes a difference. But at this situation, 6 for 180, punt on strike, everyone is excited. 
unlike the last match which was rained out and india had to chase around 200 look at that situation india were given a target of 200 and yet they created this fear oh can they chase there's a middle order problem except one or two players nobody else is contributing but if india gave england a target of let's say hypothetically they add 30 40 more runs miraculously or in whatever way they add those runs and it happens and england have a target of let's say 190 plus in let's say 70 overs if that is possible 70 75 overs which means they have to go at 2 runs per over which means but nobody will say that it's difficult for england to chase why because it's england and all the hype surrounding it and root can single handedly do it he obviously made 180 out of a total of 390 so if england are given a target around 190 nobody will say they cannot chase it but nobody will say they can they, nobody everyone might say they can chase it but nobody will say they cannot chase it so how does this situation pan out if this was any other team if this was australia south africa even the west indies team are doing well at this point we never take west indies seriously because we are still obsessed with holding garner and the players of the 60s 70s 80s who are by now great grandfathers and sitting in the room on the couch with a couch put with a couch potato like situation we are still you know we can't look beyond them we have fogged ourselves we need to defog ourselves with the older players and respect the current players the older players made mistakes yet some of them have been awarded with a commentary position which i find absolutely nonsensical and that's why i think they feel that despite our apparent failures i won't say failures but let's go with the word failures we were awarded with a commentary contract which means we have this free reign to criticize anyone even if they do better than us so if ishan sharma does better than a uh, baller turn commentator whose contribution was minus 1% when they were playing they would still say not good enough he should have bowled more further up he should have bowled more short deliveries because they've got the license to say anything and you and the contract says say anything don't be too negative but open your mouth you have been given a contract you're lucky enough well i think the companies the broadcast companies who award contracts should send should send their files to me about which players they are giving a contract or renewing the contract and and then i will audit the players and i will let them know pick this one don't pick this one and never pick this one i can audit them better i'll tell no don't pick xyz they don't deserve it cancel their contract pick this one despite even if they are reluctant enough to be there you send me the list i will tell you because most of the players we see except england not everyone in england has played enough matches and if they have played they retired 50 years ago so that's huge difference you can't communicate what happened in 1971 to the, to 2021 the gold old days is absolute rubbish nobody cares about the gold old days but the indian side very few of them have played over 50 matches in fact only one two in that entire group has played over 50 test matches or let's test for now one day we'll discuss later 
most of them have played around 35 36 and you compared to the current team except one player everyone has played over 40 matches they have been there for 13 years and they have done well so there's a mismatch in that commentary box who don't who have not played that much who comment on the players ability not to play spin when they when i can give you incidents when they were poor against spin so now what is good for the goose is good for the gander and glass houses and as far as the bowling on day 4 went despite england making 390 and you know whatever controversies happened with the lbw that was bizarre nothing more to say on it 9.9 the egomaniacs may have given it 4 on 10 india's performance yesterday 7 and a half yes some players question over their run making machines not doing the job can happen maybe take a break you have already taken a break anything can happen in the next few days anything happen anything can happen this evening so how do i look at it i think both teams have an equal chance to when you get to a lead of 190 and then do what you can you have four five very good bowlers including jadeja if ashwin is not there unless a rule comes where the international cricket council says you can substitute a player who can who can replace another player if you need him like football or hockey like for example when you need bowling you ask one of the the batters to go off get ashwin in and get ashwin jadeja to bowl if till that time they are not that flexible we have to go with this we have to go with the playing 11 and whatever they have chosen when it's wrong right whatever it is you have to go with it It's so 10:30. for this evening's match i think it's still a 50-50 situation 150 is already a good lead if this was the other way around there would already be tremors being sent by these egomaniacs that can they chase 160 england has such a good bowling lineup we have such a brittle middle order and all those things all you need is one wicket and then there are problems so how do you look at this i have no idea it's a 50-50 situation india may need another 30 runs to have a good target england time they will want to bat out time and then rely on you don't you can't rely on the top 3 who will do what pujara did make 8 of 100 balls so it's up to two people three people two people <laughs> batsman and root and then they look at butler and karan to do the job and moinali but we'll see if they reach if the situation is that they need butler and moinali to get them the runs then that's a troublesome situation if this was south africa defending 180 right now or 20 years ago you would have sent south africa in the winning position if this was australia with the lead of 150 winning position even our neighbors and we know our neighbors on the west you saw what happened in their match versus west indies who won by one wicket but they fought till the end it's a very similar match we they can lose four wickets for four runs and england can need 160 they can add 40 more runs and england can need 190 so anything is possible but i wouldn't but i wouldn't be sad if either of the team loses england planned better but that's what you do that's what a team is supposed to do 
So how do I look at this a 50-50 situation unless it rains? You never know what happens unless bad light comes into effect. But I think it will be done by T. Either team will know what happens by lunch. In fact, in the first 40-45 minutes, we know what the plan of both the teams is. England will try to bowl short to a certain player. They will try to get spin versus the other player. You can guess who who. And then they can lose 4 wickets for 10 runs, 4 wickets for 30 runs. The target could easily become 190. I have no idea what are they planning. Pant, a test for him. Done and before, been there, done that, blah, 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 blah. Anything is possible. Yada, yada, yada. Let's see what happens. So this ends episode number 404 on the 16th of August 2021. I will be back on Wednesday the 18th of August 2021 at 10 a.m. IST to analyze.